0: that we might speak with love about the one who is love. The Archdiocese of Chicago, through the generosity of Sacred Heart Parish in Winnetka, now presents The Word on Fire. Peace be with you. Christmas is
1: coming. The end of the school year is coming. Summer is coming. Okay, those all sound good. Those are all Advents. Adventus just means arrival. It means coming. And sometimes those are very good, very encouraging. How about these? Storm is coming. That doctor's report is coming. The invasion is coming. The end of the world is coming. Those are Advents, too. Those are arrivals, too. Sometimes, friends, Advents can be wonderful and joyous and deeply fulfilling. Other times, Advents can scare the life out of us. Can I suggest, in light of our readings for today, that the great Advent, the coming of Christ, is both. Jacques Derrida just died about six months ago. He was the greatest living philosopher. His famously complex philosophy of deconstructionism he once characterized this way. Viens, oui, oui. His French, of course, for come, yes, yes. He said his philosophy was an openness to the new, to the different, to the surprising, to the incoming. Ah, wait, that last word is telling, isn't it? Yeah, sometimes the new is exciting, surprising, But that word incoming is used by soldiers to describe the arrival of mortars and missiles. Advents can be scary things. How come? For something breaks in to end, upset, and rearrange the current state of affairs. Let me say it again. An Advent can involve the ending, upsetting, and rearranging of the current state of affairs. The gospel reading for today accents this negativity. Jesus said to his disciples, The coming of the Son of Man will repeat what happened in Noah's time. Hmm. Noah's time. Not very reassuring words. Noah's time is the time of the flood, the flood that devastates the earth, that ends life as we know it. You know what occurred to me, the best analog today for Noah's flood would be something like the arrival of a comet. Scientists say if the comet's big enough, if the hit is direct on the earth, it could lead to the end of civilization, indeed of life as we know it. Well, that's what the biblical story of Noah's flood is about. Well, Jesus says the Son of Man's arrival, his advent, will be something like that. He specifies, listen, people were eating and drinking, marrying and being given in marriage, right up to the time of the flood. And then, when it came with a shocking suddenness, they were destroyed. Suppose we knew that a comet was coming. Suppose they said, in five years, this comet will come. It will destroy life as we know it. And we did nothing about it. We took no moves, no precautions. We didn't try to escape from the planet or whatever. We simply went on with our lives as though nothing special were coming. That's what it was like, Jesus says, in Noah's time. And it might be that way when the Son of Man comes. Now, what's so frightening about the coming of the Son of Man? Why isn't it just good news? Here's a hint. If he is the life, and he says he is, then the life that's opposed to him must give way. If he's the truth, and he says he is, then false claimants to the truth must cede to him. If he is the way, then false ways have to be abandoned. And friends, all of this will hurt. Ooh, it's all negative, naysaying, doomsday talk. No, no, it's just common sense. He's the way. Then all your false ways have to give way. He's the truth. Then all those falsehoods that have invaded your mind, they've got to give way. He's the life. Then all your false forms of life have to change. And that kind of revolution is always painful. If he is the Son of God, and he is, then he will break into our sinful world like a cleansing fire, like a wild storm, like a revolution, like a thief in the night. What will it look like in more detail? Now I suggest we look back at our magnificent first reading for this Sunday. It's a very lyrical passage from the second chapter of the book of the prophet Isaiah. And those who've been listening to me for some time know that it's one of my favorites, one that I cite all the time in various contexts. Here's the citation. In days to come... The mountain of the Lord's house shall be established as the highest mountain and raised above the hills. Isaiah's great vision of what things will be like in the Messianic era, what things will be like at the great Adventus, the great coming, what's the mountain of the Lord's house? That's Mount Zion. That's the place of the temple. In the age of the Messiah, Isaiah is saying, The worship of the living God will be the center and summit of all of life. It'll be the good above all goods. At the time of the Messiah, adoration will break out. I mean the praise of the true God. When we worship the true God, we become ordered, both interiorly and exteriorly. When you adore God, then everything in you falls into proper harmony. Everything finds its place in you. You become ordered on the inside. And and when the society adores God, then all the elements that make up the society become themselves properly ordered. Okay, that sounds like good news. That sounds like a very pleasant Adventus. Well, yes and no. How will this play out in a society in which the vast majority of people have stopped worshiping the true God? Is that too bold a statement? I don't know. Look at the stats. In our Catholic Church alone, 70% of our brothers and sisters stay away from the worship of the true God on a regular basis. They stay away from the Mass. The source and summit of the Christian life You want the Catholic version of Isaiah's vision? That's the Mass. All those adoring God are right. What will it feel like to those of us who aren't worshiping God properly when this worship now becomes central? It'll upset things. It'll be like a revolution. Furthermore, how will it play In a world in which sex and pleasure and money and power and honor are regularly worshipped. I don't mean just made part of your life. Nothing wrong with those things in themselves. But when they are worshipped, that's when spiritual trouble follows. When the mountain of the Lord's house is raised above all the hills, that means we have to change all those false forms of worship that we've been engaging in. And that ain't going to be pleasant. That is not going to be easy. What else does Isaiah say? All nations shall stream toward it, the holy mountain, and say, come, let us climb the Lord's mountain, that he may instruct us in his ways. Ah, in Isaiah's great vision, in the messianic era, all the nations of the world will gather together as one great community around the praise of God huh, that's good news, huh? Well, yes and no. We live in a sinful world that in its dysfunction likes to set up boundaries, likes divisions, separations. Our people in, your people out. Our friends with us, our enemies kept at bay. Friends, divisions and separations, hatreds, violence would not last as long as they have unless at some level we wanted them. You see, I'm driving it. In our dysfunction, in our sin, we like to order things this way. Ah, but in God's time, when the Messiah comes, the great Adventus, then these barriers will be knocked down. These separations will be overcome. Pleasant? Mm Mm-mm. That means a major change in the way we think and feel and gesture and move and imagine. I don't know how happy we're all going to be when the nations stream together to one place. But that's precisely what God wants at the great Advent. More to it, we just heard. On this mountain, all they're going to take instruction from God. Huh. Good news, huh? Yeah, in itself it is. But how will that play in a sinful world? Do you like taking instruction from anybody? Most of us sinners say, no, I tell myself what to do. I set the tone for my own life. No one tells me what to do, much less God. Ah, but at the time of the great Adventus, the time of the great messianic coming, when all nations stream toward the holy mountain, that's precisely what will happen. All of us together will take instruction from God. Hmm, that means a revolution has to take place. That's some incoming that's dangerous. Lastly, they shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Ah, paradise, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's what God wants. A place of peace. But friends, here's the deep down and very sobering truth. There wouldn't be so many wars unless deep down we liked them. Let me say it again. There wouldn't be so many wars up and down human history to the present day unless at some strange, distorted level we liked them. It's one of the signs of our sin. Think of the wars on the grand international level or think of wars in families and societies. Why do they last so long? Because in our sin... At some weird level, we like them. Okay, so at the adventus, at the coming of the Messiah, that's the time to put an end to wars, to lay down your sword. Will that be easy? Hmm. Look through human history, you tell me. When Jesus says, turn the other cheek, resist not evil, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, pray for those who maltreat you, try that on christians try that on for size fellow sinners see how easy it is but all of this is what the coming of the messiah will mean yes the great adventus is a time of joy yes we ought to anticipate it but in our sin it's also a time of threat because it means the end of our old world christ is coming Are you ready? And God bless you.
0: I hope that you were moved today by the word on fire. I pray that together we might become a people on fire with love for God and neighbor here in Chicago and wherever these words are heard Until we join Father Barron again next week, I'm Cardinal Francis George. God bless you. The cemetery ministry is a core ministry of our Catholic faith tied to the corporal works of mercy. Cardinal George says, It's comforting to know that our Catholic cemeteries are caring for the remains of our loved ones awaiting the resurrection. There are 43 Archdiocese of Chicago cemeteries willing to help you during times of loss. Call 708-449-6100 for assistance. Catholic Cemeteries, serving the Catholic community since 1837.